Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Today I'm going to be talking about from church to intimacy. I hear many people say, well, I don't need church. I just need God. My faith is private. I pray on my own. I read my devotions on my own. Each one of us is shaped by our environment, and that means church. With the pandemic and so many people who started watching church online and even haven't gone back to being in person, this has affected our mental health. We have so many more people who are depressed and anxious and struggling in their relationship. There's so much divorce that has increased these past couple years. So with this, I have noticed a pattern of people who really kind of stuck out to me. And the groups are those who don't believe that God is good, those who don't believe that God is big, so they believe in God, but they don't believe he's big, those who believe in all gods, and those who are really religious, hypocritical, and uptight. Each one of these groups either attends church online, in person, or online, and they still kind of dabble in it. Some of them are more um, committed than others. But I've just kind of noticed that pattern of mental health and from these groups of people. So which one are you? As I was kind of mentioning that in this episode, I'm going to dive into these groups of people and how I feel that this is affecting us and affecting our mental health. Last week on Monday, my episode that I did was called Healing the Shattered Soul and Maintaining a Healthy Soul. Make sure to go back and watch this because I'm really kind of getting into what the Bible says about us being shattered and how we actually God wants us to walk around with a healed soul. We are not meant to be broken. And on Thursday, I had on my friend Kelly Copeland, who grew up in a famous family. Her parents are Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, and she talked about the impact of growing up in this household and the feelings of abandonment and people are either liking you or not liking you, and how she knew the word of God, but she realized that her emotions weren't to the level of maturity that God desires for us. She talks about how God is literally teaching her about her emotions because she knew the word of God. And so she really was vulnerable in this episode, and I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to it. It is a little bit of a longer episode, but it's because she really was kind of pulling out the revelations that God has given her. And she has so much wisdom to share, especially growing up in the word of God and really knowing the Bible. But so many of us actually lack both the Bible and emotional maturity. So I really am so grateful for her to share her story and to open up. So make sure to go back and check that out. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I pray, God, that you are with us here today. We just welcome you. I pray that you be with each one of the listeners. Right now, that they don't feel alone. They don't feel rejected. They don't feel abandoned. We just bind up the enemy's influence right now. 
And I say to the enemy, you don't have any right over the listeners. You don't have any right over them. They're mine. They're my listeners. Don't touch them. Give them a break right now as they're listening. And Holy Spirit, we just welcome your peace. We welcome your truth. I pray that you guide me to speak what the listeners need for this episode, that your presence is here and that you take over and you transform us so that we can be like you. Help us to move from glory to glory. Amen. So a week and a half ago, I went to a conference in Oklahoma. It was called Greater Things Through Global Awakenings. And when I go to conferences, I just feel so alive. I feel so encouraged, so on fire for God when I come back. But sometimes what happens is I'll kind of feel a little bit of like depression that shows up for me when I come back. It's almost like, you know, when you go on vacation and you come back and you have to go back to real life, you experience a little bit of that kind of blues and the depression. Um, So I noticed it showing up for me. And in that, I actually asked God, show me what you want me to see. Show me what you're trying to reveal to me. Because I don't know, I know God doesn't want to waste it and he doesn't want me to get sunk in that and get stuck in depression. So he started showing me some things. And so I noticed that I was actually feeling sadness because of the people, because of God's people. And so that's actually what he was showing me is that it wasn't just depression for me. He was actually showing me what he wanted me to see in his people. And so I have four groups of people that I actually break down in this episode that I'm going to talk about. Um, And the first group is that there are many people who don't believe that God is good. They believe in God, but they think that he's mean and he's scary or he's punishing them. They don't have the revelation of God as a loving father who loves his children first. Good parents discipline us, but they don't just discipline. They love us first. And so God can't get into the discipline if you're one of these groups of people. He can't get to discipline if you don't know that you're loved. And so In this group, these people most likely have experienced a very tough upbringing, parents that did not show them that love, and so they just showed them discipline. They maybe didn't spend time with them, spend quality time. They were mostly like annoyed with them, Um, and I think some of us can actually be like this as parents to our kids without even realizing it. So as I'm reading these groups of people, I don't want you to feel shame in this. I want I want God to just really open your heart to be able to open up little cracks that you have and for his presence to come in, for his love to come in, and to really just seep into bringing some healing in places where there are some cracks. Romans 8.1 says that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So even if you don't believe, God is not a condemning God. But if you do believe, there is no condemnation. Um, He does bring condemnation for those who don't believe. So if any of you are listening and you're like, I don't know if I'm saved, well, we'll actually get to that in this episode. The second group of people is that there are many people who don't believe that God is big. So they believe in God, um, they, they, but they don't think he will actually do the things that he says. And I think in this group, because this was actually me, so I'm just kind of admitting this is me. These people would wear the cross. Um, they'd be kind of really realistic. You focus on your problems. 
Um, but I actually wasn't in the Bible enough to even know that he was big. <laughs> so I think some of you, it's not that you don't believe that in God and you don't believe that he's big. You just haven't been in the word enough to actually really know his nature. And so that's kind of where this group of people is. This was definitely me. The third group are people who believe in God. So they believe in Jesus, but they believe in all gods. So they don't want anyone to not like them or to be offended. Um, they really want to make everyone happy. I think there's a lot of people in this in the world right now that are actually in this camp um, because of what we've experienced there's so many people that are wanting to please everyone and their church actually church is actually operating in this place as well they've experienced enough of new age people and they really love it and they love these people because they're very loving it feels very open and very inviting and these people are actually very comforting um, they are not into the religious uptight and hypocritical people which is my next group um, i actually really like these group of people that um they're just very loving, they're very open, they're very easy to be around, and um, actually very easy to talk to about God. Um, but the fourth group of people are the really religious, very hypocritical, um, and I'm saying uptight, I know that's a judgmental word, because um, I think that there's some of you that are in this group, and I don't mean to say that. Um, I say that because people who are outside that group really judge those people as uptight. And so um, I'm saying this in a way that I want to have compassion for those people, but also have compassion for the people who have been hurt by this group. Um, and I think these group of people, um, I have actually been here at times, okay, they're the most destructive to people who don't believe um, and cause a lot of confusion. And I think it's why people have jumped into that group of, I just love all gods and I don't want to offend other people. Um, people trust this group of people, these religious people, um, and they think that they're going to lead them to God. But unfortunately, because they don't know the love of God, they don't lead them to God. Um, they're the ones who really need a revelation of God the Father and that he's a loving father. Um, and some of these people don't know that they need that um, and don't know that they're even in this group. And so I pray that God opens your eyes to whatever group you are in, or maybe you're in a couple of them and you dabble in some of them. I believe that all of this that I just talked about really, really impacts our mental health. Um, and I felt like as I was kind of moving through that sadness and that depression myself, God was really revealing to me what makes him sad. Because in each one of these, all these situations that we really aren't knowing the true heart of God and how amazing God is. You can't take my word for it when I say, God's amazing. I had this an amazing experience where God showed up for me. You need to have that. You need to know that God loves you. You need to know that God is real, that he says things in the word of God that will blow your mind. You have to have your own faith and hunger for him. Churches are to bring people to Jesus, not anything else to Jesus. Churches need to trust that God is big enough and good enough and not be in charge of other people. We don't need to be in control of other people. For example, if somebody is struggling with a sin, if you're struggling with a sin, a church needs to bring people to Jesus with presence-filled worship intimate prayer, opportunities for prayer, fellowship and communion with people and with God. 
And so as you are in this environment, you're surrounded by so much authentic people, glory, glory of God. Like gl the glory of God is actually coming through people who love God. The sin will decrease and the sin will leave. And if you gain a relationship with someone that you're close enough to them, perhaps a conversation will come out and they'll say to you gently with love and grace, you know, I notice there's been something that you're struggling with. Can we talk about it? They're not going to shove it in your face and say, you shouldn't be sinning. God's condemning you. That's, that's not God. That's not the Bible. And so we have so many people who are wounded, trying to help people, trying to love people, but they're not knowing the revelation of how good God is themselves, and then hurting other people. So we can't just run away from church. We can't run away from people. We have to keep seeking him so we can become more like him. We become transformed by the renewing of our mind with what Romans 12, 2 talks about. The real Jesus will squeeze out what's in us that's not him. And so we need to be authentic people. We need to seek God with an authentic heart. If people do backslide or get back into sin, the Holy Spirit is going to draw us in. I think what we struggle with as Christians is when somebody has a mess in their life, we just want to fix it. And so we have to be able to be patient in the midst of messes so that the Holy Spirit can come and show up and do what the Holy Spirit's going to do. Yes, we do need to be there for people, but we can't fix the messes. So no matter where you are attending church and how you are attending church, I want to invite you into God's heart into a deeper way. If you are one of these people or you fall in a few of these categories, it's okay. God loves you. That was me and it still is me sometimes. Okay, I will actually get into these groups. And so I'm sharing this, that we're all a family. We're all the same. We all struggle. But if we don't admit the struggles that we have, we can't allow God's revelation to come in and show us the light that he wants us to see. He can't come in, into the cracks, into the shattered soul to be able to show us what he wants us to see, what he wants to reveal. I want to pray for you so that we can step in. So be honest. Which group do you feel like you line up with more? So just a reminder, the groups are that if you don't believe that God is good, you don't believe that God is big enough, um, you believe in all gods, okay, and those who are basically Pharisees but don't know it. So very up, up hypocritical about your faith. All right, so let's just start with the first group. You believe in God but don't believe that he's good. So right now, I just pray for God to open up your heart to see his love, to see that he's safe, to see that he is good. He is not a mean and scary God. He is loving. Luke 12, 7 says, but the hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. And Jeremiah 31, 3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you out with kindness. I pray right now for God's healing over your childhood and over your experiences as a child, as a teenager, and even in your 20s, 30s, 40s, wherever you are at, 50s, 60s. If you feel ready, I want to encourage you to forgive those who did not show you a loving mom, a loving dad. Just pause the podcast and just say, I forgive them, Lord. 
for not showing me that you are a good father. Because however you see the loved ones in your life, that is actually how you're going to see God. Go back a couple weeks to my episode to hear where I talk about this and I actually walk you through the healing process and how you can actually move through that and hear what God has to say about you instead. But this is what causes us to struggle that God is good. You didn't have people to show you how amazing he is. God will not punish you. He will discipline you when he knows that you know that he loves you. So I pray for God to come in and to show you how amazing he is and how loving he is. I pray that you can release the power that your loved ones had over you to give that to God. And I just release the freedom of God's love over you instead. I pray for depression, anxiety to leave in Jesus' name. I pray for healing over your relationships and for you to learn how to have healthy boundaries and for you to walk in those healthy boundaries. The next group is that you believe in God, but you don't believe that he's big enough, okay? So I pray for your eyes to see and your ears to hear. He is omnipotent, he is omnipresent, he is omniscient. He is all powerful, all present, and all knowing. Isaiah 55, eight through nine says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I pray for healing over times that you've been rejected and disappointed. When you've had your hopes up and they were let down and you believed that that was God doing that, it wasn't God. Holy Spirit, come and heal right now. In John 3, 3, Jesus answered Nicodemus and he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And in verse 5, it says, One must be born of water and the Spirit. So I think for some of you, you know God and you believe in God, but you believe in him enough that he's there to get you into heaven. He's not actually there for you to actually experience this passionate, fiery life with God. And so I just want to encourage you to step into that fire, step into that spirit and read the book of Acts so you can experience that God wants us to be refreshed. He wants us to be renewed. And I just pray for a baptism of fire right now for you, that God can renew your faith, that he fills you up, Lord, with his fire. God reveals his goodness for us to be able to see. So I pray that as you get renewed, as you step into this fire, that God wants you to feel his love, know his love in a greater way, that he is bigger than you think. I pray for you to be able to have eyes to see back in your life, to see where God was there in your life, where you didn't think that he was. That you were looking at problems instead of what God was doing. I pray for events, incidences, memories, times where God saved you, times where God gave you Mar, time where he gave you a person, an angel, something that you needed at the time that you needed it. And I pray for you to start to see what he's doing now and for you to thank him because he will increase. When you start to see what God is doing, he grows in your life and he increases. And now if you're in the third group where you believe in God, but you believe in all gods, 
I want to invite you into salvation. I want to invite you into reading the Bible. Find out for yourself what God says. I know that there right now there are so many people who are non-Christians getting saved. Specifically in Iran right now, there are Muslims that are experiencing an encounter with God. They are literally seeing the man in white and knowing that it's Jesus. So we might believe that there's many gods and we don't want people to be mad at us because we say that this is the way of salvation. But we can't lie if the word of God says that to be saved, you need to believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, that he died on the cross for your sins. And guys, we don't need to be condemning to other people. We can be Christians in a loving and comforting way to other people. I pray that if you are in this group, that you can invite Jesus into your heart, that you can say, yes, Jesus, I believe that you are my Lord and Savior, that you died on the cross for my sins, and on the third day you rose again, and you are now seated in heavenly places, and I have the right to go sit there with you, that I get to be in the throne room with you, that being a Christian is not boring, that it's exciting, that I get to have access to all the gifts of the Spirit, that I get to have all access to the fruit that's in the kingdom of God. And so I just pray for your eyes to be open as you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and that you have the grace to speak with loving kindness to people in this world and to not condemn other people. And then if you are in the fourth group where you are very religious, but you have been hypocritical, just say, I'm sorry, God, for doing this. Sorry for being a Pharisees without really knowing it. I thank you for your commitment to the word of God. I want to encourage you to go back to listen to my podcast episode with Kelly Copeland. She shares how she knew the word of God, but she did not understand her emotions. And she was emotionally immature. This can cause people to not want to know God because they see you and they're like, oh, well, they love God. And so I just want to encourage you to dive in to understand your emotions and to ask God for an encounter with the love of the Father so that you can get healed yourself, healed from things of your upbringing where your parents didn't show you the love of the Father. I thank you, though, for your commitment to the Word, and I pray that the Word of God shows you your emotions, that He gives you revelation of the truth of His heart. A.W. Tozer has quoted saying, because God knows all things perfectly, He knows no thing better than anything, but all things equally. God never discovers anything, and he's never surprised, and he's never amazed. You are to be the leader of your faith. We are called to be leaders as Christians. Dig a well in your home. Find time with God. Be intimate with him. Psalms 91.1 says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so I pray for God's grace over you to be in the shadow of the Almighty everywhere you go. At home, at work, in, in restaurants, in the grocery store, out in the community, wherever you are, that you are in the presence of the Lord and that you carry his presence everywhere. That people will come to you, people will be drawn to you and wanna know what it is that you have because you carry the love of our maker, 
the maker of the universe is living inside of you. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead is living inside of you. People need that. You are an amazing, powerful vessel because you said yes to Jesus. And right now, as you are walking through this episode and give it, getting more, more healed, closer to God, His glory is shining through you. I want you to look in the mirror right now, if you can. <laughs> and I want you to see Jesus in your eyes. When you look in the mirror, there is Jesus. You are made in his image. And God sent Jesus to die for us. And the Holy Spirit to be our advocate and our friend who never leaves us or forsakes us. He is with you. He never leaves you or forsakes you. He just wants you to know how amazing you are. How powerful you are because of him. So God, we thank you for showing us to be more like you and bringing us and moving us from glory to glory. Help us to be you and shine a light in this world. We give you all the glory and honor in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.